Uh, it's one. Of, that's one of my favorite human reactions. Just anytime anyone brings up anything remotely complaining about anyone, there's always the one-upsmanship of, of pain. It. I'm on yeah. this. Yep. Uh, it's like no, it's it's worse where I am. Welcome mm. to a pain-filled bowl of dude soup. We can't even we, we don't even can't even afford a house to put this bowl in because it's sitting on top of avocado toast. Oh, um, houses. Oh, yeah. Toast. Have you read that time? The time is it time, right? Yeah. Well, since so time. Have you had any avocado toast? Two times since that article. He's came been out. ordering it on purpose. I can't get enough <laughs> out of this spite. avocado toast. You're gonna be out in the street, buddy. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by two sponsors: Beachbody and Blue Apron. Uh, you can get your thirty a free thirty day membership by texting "dude" to thirty thirty thirty. That's uh, a Beachbody membership, and you can check out this week's Blue Apron menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com/soup. To get the full pitch later, first, yeah, dang toast, Adam, Adam, uh, <laughs> Yo. you you were in the final stages of home ownership. Uh, I might get the keys in the middle of the podcast. This podcast, they no have joke. to be handed to him. Yes, <laughs> and there has to be a witness, a notary there. I don't. They have to do that. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Hopefully, it all goes through. I just got a message from Jess saying like the termite inspection actually wasn't done, like they said it was, and that's why there are no. I'm keys. sure it's fine. You don't need to check for termites. There's no termites. In you just Southern presume. California. Yeah, there's no termites in yeah, California. Just, one thing I know about buying a home, it's just you trust the seller. Absolutely. Good. Every time. Ten they, times. Why out would of 10. they lie? Yeah. One hundred percent. It's a house. What could go wrong? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's on the show today, Lawrence? Oh yes. Me. That thing that I keep forgetting to do. Hello. I'm the most important. My name is Lawrence. Hello, Lawrence. Um, I'm joined going down the couch. James, how are you? Hi, uh, well, I've got your attention. Does anyone mind if I take my shoes off? And Bruce is here. Hello, Bruce. <laughs> I don't yeah, mind no, at pop all, those James. Bad boys go off. right ahead and take your shoes off. Adam and James just came from the gym. Speaking of, hello Adam. Yeah, yeah hi. <laughs> I'm a homeowner. And then uh, we're joined by a very special guest, Bernie Burns. Yes, I'm Stephen Septic, time traveling yes. back to the year 2017. Because we already worked for him. Um, An adult Stephen Septic. He knew that if he mm, no. Oxymoron. also yeah. traveled into the past, we'd work for him too. Yeah. How many Stephen Septic videos have, are we making right well, now? We're going to have 18. a total, I want to say, like five or six on our, on our channel. Oh, whereas, really? whereas Stephen has no videos. Or he might have what? We're, we're there are two videos. Guest of, players. In, in his two, where he just mocks us relentlessly. You know in SNL when they show the cast and then they break for like a slight musical interlude yep. and then they show the rest of the cast? The featured we're, players? We're in there. We're, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Okay. we're at the end. We're in there. Well, at least we're in the Steven, Steven universe. Oh, we we got to help Steven's channel. It's failing in a million subscribers. So. But that's how Bobby Moynihan started, and he just retired. He did. As nine, the fourth nine years. longest running cast member ever. Really? And he's great. He was great. <sighs> Who's first, Keenan at this point? Yes. And then Tim Meadows has got to be like Keenan. Oh yeah, Tim Meadows. Keenan Meadows had like thirteen seasons. It was stupid. But my question for all of you: Who actually watches SNL besides James? At least does. I don't watch it. I watch the clips, but I don't. You watch, watch it. On, watch, you watch it on that YouTube. Doesn't count. Right? That doesn't okay. count. We though. watch every single episode. I, really? We watched every single episode this season. And I think last season too, and then most of the season before. Why? We watch on Hulu like how, on Sunday. How come? It's, 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 sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's <laughs> genuinely funny. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of like raw talent on that show mm. a lot of good talent that i try and learn from how they handle yep. comedy and stuff yeah so. kate mckinnon might be one of the funniest people in years on that show. I, I, I think i agree so so where i disagree with all of you is i yeah. feel like there's a couple funny people there uh-huh. surrounded by mounds of unfunny shit so here's the thing you're <laughs> underestimating how difficult it is to write and put on that show every single week. Yeah, it's so over, it's, not it's overly shit. complicated. It's as good as you're probably gonna get. Yeah, yeah which is that. why other shows like Mad TV have failed and been less funny along the way. Oh, Mad TV! I are, forgot all about. Are that you show. a bigger fan of like previous generations of SNL? Like, yes. Do you fondly remember the other? Because ones? you watched the Christopher ever, Walken best of, or because you remember the jewels and you've forgotten all the crap that yeah. had, no, no, had I, all I, along. I remember when it was bad, but I mean, I can't have anyone seriously tell me that. Any cast member right now is funnier than Phil Hartman, mm-hmm. like being on that show. Kate McKinnon's really Kate fucking McKinnon, funny. I think Kate is, McKinnon's very, is very, very, very utterly talented and will go super they, far. They did a bit a long time ago. I remember the anal retentive chef. It was like one yeah, of the. I remember, yeah. It's one of the funniest bits. It, it just it's the most simple thing in the world. Whereas the one Jess and I watched a while ago, where they're like, "We're gonna do a game show where they get hit with pies," and it's overly complicated and it's really dumb and it pr- requires way too much production value as opposed to one guy just doing one absurdist bit. And I was like, it, it's too complicated. Well, it's also been on for 40 years, so they can't just do word plus word equals sketch anymore. Right. They can't Which have a guy put a, a lot of in a blender. blender. So like it's 20 years. Samurai, Samurai Chef. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With like John Belushi's a genius. He, he's a genius. Revolutionary. <laughs> and all he did was, a, it was Samurai Chef, and he would chop things with a sword. People, oh my God. On, on the flip side, they had a bit where Chris Farley 
accidentally ends up on a game show, a Japanese game show, and doesn't speak a word of Japanese, <laughs> and it's a good fucking skit. And he accidentally gets answers right. Like, what was the other good skit from that episode? I don't know the yeah, exact I know, episode. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> SNL's always had its little gems along the way. That's the beauty of this. One show. of the biggest bits was Dan Aykroyd was he put a fish in a blender. He was a guy selling stuff, the yeah. blendomatic. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the funniest thing anyone had ever seen at the time. Yeah. Just a guy putting a fish in a blender. That was it. SNL's a sine wave. It goes up mm -hmm. and it comes down and it goes sure. up and it comes down. I but just, it's pretty consistent. But it also has tiny micro yeah. things yeah. going inside of the yeah. other things. It's a so. journey. I don't know. I, just, I feel like if you're a funny, talented person, you don't go to SNL anymore. You do like a Keen Peel show or you do like a sh you do your own thing now. What about like Kristen Wiig and like those sorts of I don't know. I mean like there there's there are a few people that have come I, out I of that. Adam, they come to you today and they say we either want you to be a writer or a performer for Saturday Live or both. I, I, I like I get it. There's the prestige of like, oh my god, I get to write for this, but I think that time is gone. That that golden era of that show is over, long dead. And you would just be working with a, just a, a husk of what it used to be. <laughs> Bernie, can you get Adam? So the guy who works at Funhouse. Can you get Adam? I like Funhouse. <laughs> I think Rooster Teeth is the SNL of the online world. I'm, I, I consider myself to be a digital yeah, yeah, born Michael. We're already in the husk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hollowed out Tauntaun shell. Well, yeah, I, I guess that's, that's the thing. Is like, why, would I, why would I take an offer for someone to go like, you can move into New York, which is already cramped, and uh, you have to work these late nights and write these skits that will most likely be changed above you whereas like here we have more we have um, a lot more autonomous and like we can just let's not go crazy with words but yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> words are hard well no but the the thing with snl too is that if i would look at it as someone who was trying to come up if they offered me a job at snl i could do that for four or five years and have a decent shot at two or three movies moving on, that are yeah. shown in theaters, you know, where I'm a headliner. Mm -hmm. I mean, they use like, it's the Will Ferrell model or, you know, now sure. Kristen Wiig, mm -hmm. that it's, it's, there's a definite path to becoming huge. And if you're really lucky, you become Eddie Murphy. Haven't you already been in like six movies? Well, yeah, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Oh, SNL okay. is the, <laughs> I wasn't quite the headliner in any of the movies that well, I was What we're in. getting at is we've all had chances to audition for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, and it's garbage. Uh, all yeah. of us have failed. Yeah. Uh, that's where all the bitterness is coming from. I my impressions were really going to hammer it home. I know. And I, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, now for my Lorne Michaels. I'm a piece of shit. I'm <laughs> Next. Me. I fuck myself. Canada's overrated. <laughs> well, Canadian. Adam, I'm glad, that, I'm glad that you share a bitterness to the state of commonality. The, the talking point that I had prepared was about uh, home ownership and avocado toast, namely how the two relate to the modern way in which we live mm -hmm. and the fact that we apparently can't save any money to afford houses that cost shitloads of money. You it's can. overrated. Home ownership is overrated. Oh, no that, offense to the guy who just bought a house. Oh, but he just uh, bought one. Home ownership is highly overrated. Well, don't tell that to Tim Gurner, who spoke to Australian life. 60 Minutes. Uh, so the other fascinating thing I think about this is it's it's probably the best instance I've seen of headline rewrite, rewriting happenings uh, in a very long time. So this originally broke on 60 Minutes. Um, it's just that some dude, some dude talking about how rich he is and how people should be rich by not spending money. I mean, fundamentally, he's not wrong. You don't get rich by by spending money or, or overspending on food or other luxury items. Then Time did this brilliant thing where <laughs> they just rip out one of the quotes and then say... Millionaire to millennial, stop buying avocado toast if you want to buy a home. <laughs> this is the headlines for, man. Yeah, right? And then it, it kind of like took off on Twitter. Everybody was, was like, fuck off. Which, you know, online they would call that clickbait, but it's just a headline. That's what a headline That's is. That's what a headline what? is. Got Wasn't you in? His, big, his big thing, though, that he was trying to sell was like, the difference between my generation and a new generation is how young people like spending their money on experiences. Hmm. Wasn't wasn't that part of it too? Uh, yeah, I, I, he didn't say it nearly that eloquently, oh, but he was basically you. like saying, <laughs> "No, I, I mean, he is making that point, just not as well as you just made it." Because oh, okay. um, it's so the excerpt is actually pretty small of him in this clip. Well, um, well, well here's here's the thing. I got some avocado toast over this weekend, mm -hmm. and it had truffle wait, wait, oil on, on you it. Get, you got it twice. Some on Friday and then over the weekend too. Yeah, because I, I I didn't really know about avocado toast until this guy told me well, about it. Well then, <laughs> um, so we're not getting the house. <laughs> this guy, what if, that guy has a weird pupil. He that guy is looks. A, if you combine like these two men, all right, the two like men that are in each other, there's a blonde here. guy who's kind of got bald hair, and then another guy with weird greasy hair. It. If you combine them, they become Dennis Hopper from Super Mario Brothers. Movie. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got the shark fin hair. See, he has a oh, shark wow. fin head, and the other guy looks like Dennis Hopper. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's sort of like. Robert Duvall. Yeah. I thought it was Ed Harris. I thought oh, super, it's I mean, Ed, if Ed Harris ate <laughs> Robert Duvall in Super Mario Brothers. Anyway, what about Toast? <laughs> so the guy who made this quote's from Melbourne? 
Yes. So one of my favorite articles ever about real estate was, it was Sydney, but it was 10 European castles that cost less than a flat in downtown Sydney. Wow. And they had all the prices comparing like this flat that was yeah, available that for sale. The, the moat upkeep is through the <laughs> roof. Yeah. Let me Boiling tell you guys, oil costs will really ca castle sink ownership you. is overrated. Wi-Fi, it doesn't get through the walls. I just uh, I just read something the other day, or it's actually I read a headline uh, that said <laughs> um, apparently the younger generation or the millennial generation is eighty percent more likely to spend their money on experiences and travel okay. than they are like home ownership mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah, and. Uh, I saw a few other people talking about how that was great. Yeah. Like everybody, they, were, we were, they were all very oh. proud of it. So, and, you know, it, it depends, I guess, yeah. on what you prioritize. I actually agree with that. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Because yeah. you, you see the world, man. You mm -hmm. gain experiences, and sometimes that's as valuable as settling down, having a family or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I know? think that there that's are more homes for me to buy. There's, a, there's an optimistic and a, a pessimistic way to look at that. I think the optimistic way is uh, the millennial generation grew up with the Internet. So they have the luxury of, of seeing the world through their phones or through the Internet at, at a glance. Um, instead of having to look up some nerdy ass book. Uh, so you can see like photos of all sorts of cool shit. You can see videos of cool shit and you can think, man, I'd like to go and do that. I think that, that you know, certainly their worlds, our worlds are a lot broader than they used to be. The negative side of it, or that I could choose to interpret that as, millennials just want to go so they can take a fucking Instagram picture next to a waterfall and uh, hopefully boost their clout. So it's weird though, because even both things could be considered an investment yeah. in a weird way. So you either invest money in a house that appreciates in value, or you spend money to get a bitch in Instagram profile <laughs> that then you can sell uh, ads on or whatever. But they're not going to be money. selling. No, that's, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I don't know. I think it's the Instagram world is a reflection of the younger generation, and I think myself included, feeling more inclined to experience. Pictures. Right. Mm -hmm. That's I think why Instagram is so popular. And I think that's why you're surfing through and you're like, oh, cool experience, cool experience, cool experience. Mm -hmm. Obviously, yes, it seems silly when it's mostly selfie or whatever. It's like you can barely even see Mount Rushmore back there. But like, I think it's a representation of look what I experienced and other people going, cool experience. I want experience. Here's my experience. And they're all sharing their experiences. I think there's value in that. The, the only concern I have is when all of the actual land and property is officially bought up by like Russian conglomerates yeah, and yeah. stuff, that's then it's happen. like, well, we do need someplace to live. Yeah, absolutely you do. And <laughs> now everything is owned, so we can't get anything. There's also something to be said for investing in your state or your country mm -hmm. or just generally the place that you live, because typically when you invest in the place that you live, you sort of you cherish that place a little more mm -hmm. and you care for what's around it and you care for Very your community true. and things like that. So I, I feel like there's obviously a... Ooh, I feel and like if you like, don't, the homeowners association will make you do that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and I just—I feel like there's a happy medium between the two, hmm. um, as as is the case with most things in life. Why mm -hmm. would you say so. it's uh, homeownership is overrated, Bernie? I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you talk about an appreciating asset. This thing you get, you live in it, and it does go up in value. But there's. It, you have to do everything yourself. I mean, you're responsible for everything. If a if a pipe in the ground breaks and is leaking water for a month straight, you don't know it till you get a four thousand dollar water bill. It's still your problem, you know, like that kind of thing. And it's like it just I don't think people are aware of like how much general upkeep that takes away from your ability to have experiences in life that just owning your own place does. And, yeah, it does go up in value and it, it's traditionally a very good investment. But also when that's going up, you're paying for it to go up as well. You pay more in property taxes and you don't really get to realize that appreciation until you sell the thing. That being said, I just sold my house in Austin. And the way I sold it was I said to my real estate agent that I know, I said, hey, I'm thinking about selling my house. And he said, how much do you think you might want to sell for if you put it on the market? I said, I think around X. And he goes, okay. He goes, well, think about it. Call me back. And so we hung up. Literally two hours later, he goes, hey, I got a cash offer for X for you. And I was like, good God. House yeah. didn't even go on the market. We want the house now. Yeah, it was yeah. it was in Austin and it was just they were ready to buy it instantaneously. Hmm. So it's, it's, it's pretty nuts. Real estate's pretty nuts. Hmm. And uh, it is real estate. It's not like what you normally consider to be a liquid asset, but things move pretty quick. Oh my God, now. I just Austin's, it out. A, Austin's a weird market, though. Adam bought your house. I was going to oh say, God. how can Blaine Gibson afford your house? <laughs> I would have sold it for X minus two, sucker. So. <laughs> Damn it. So if you put on the hat, get the beard, get some glasses, go into Bernie's house, <laughs> they look, they look similar. cocoon yourself in all of his possessions. Hold on. 
Do you Adam's think- in way better shape than no, I am right burning. now. I'm burning. I'm not. No, he's he's. Adam's got it unlocked <laughs> right now. Funhouse hats and glasses on. <laughs> oh, well, to be fair, this is Elisa's hat. Um, this this happens now every Monday because James goes. Do you want to go to the gym on Monday? And I should say no. First of all, let's clarify. I said, I said no. do you want to go to the gym and I said, yes. every day? <laughs> not true. just and, on Monday. And you should usually not say no because it's better for you to go to the gym. So I'm like, okay. But I always know we're going to be on the podcast and I'm going to look like a sweaty, uh, just like <laughs> a Wall fine. Street Just go bro. a little earlier. Yeah. It's okay. what, a, what a great solution. But we were in the middle of the, the Dooku conversation. Oh, we were talking about Dooku. Yeah, really important work we were doing. Anyway. So. The Dark so, Universe, Cinematic Universe. The Dark Did Universe, you, Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I'm just, I just want to say, believe me, I, I weighed the options. I'm like, I'm going to go on the podcast wearing a hat and never wear a hat. And I'm going to sit next to Bernie. Bernie's wearing a hat. Oh, you knew. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Adam, Who take your shoes off. It's a good look. It's like we're on a spectrum here. I'm yeah. letting out so much heat through my feet. It feels great. Really? Yeah. Your hair doesn't look sweaty. Why is my hair sweaty? I don't sweat that much at the gym, <laughs> but I also don't have that much hair. Is that true? Because <laughs> I find like the more I work out, the more I sweat. And uh-huh. like gen- in general, people with like lower body fat. Lower you- reps, greater intensity. There we go. Okay. That. Fair play. Yeah. You, I mean, you sweat a lot when you do cardio and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Okay. But. You want to look at this with this horrible graph. Yeah. That's, I, a sweet yeah. That's the number of uh, American owned. Non-Russian conglomerate. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> so it's just a graph of rental profit and loss. I, I don't know. Rental where, properties are down. I don't know. I don't know what that graph's well, even referring to. This is just some B-roll I found on YouTube. Oh. By the way, when I was a kid growing up, the the, the problem was the Japanese. The Japanese were yeah. going to own everything in the U.S. So <laughs> it changes. Yeah. The Russians. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I, I think. I think it. When I, I was a kid, <laughs> the problem was the Japs. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, oh boy, That we, was an anachronistic yeah. World War II. We rolled joke. a wheel with a stick. I think uh, aside oh, from what people choose to spend their money on, and I guess this still factors into what you choose to spend money on, but it seems to me that there are just more, the the standard of living has gone up thanks to internet and mobile technology Absolutely, things like that. Yeah. So We're all ev- kings. Yeah, Therefore no one is. I mean every American that's o- over four years old is entitled to a phone, and entitled is the wrong word, but it's just sort of a, now it's just something lumping on to the base minimum of life management. So you have rent, you know, water, utilities, trash, all that stuff. And now internet service for your home, maybe cable, uh, but certainly, you know, a new phone every two years plus service. Well, did you say maybe cable? Because it wouldn't have been maybe cable like 10 years ago. It would have been cable would have been way higher on the priority Mm -hmm. list. Mm -hmm. And now with internet, I wonder where internet does fall. In that list of utilities, Jeez, number one for me. It's probably yeah, I can print out the water. Window, I don't care. I'd say, yeah, water, electricity, electricity has to have. And, and internet. Uh, I guess electricity. So you yeah. would internet you would haul go. your own trash rather than give up the internet. Just throw it out the window. Yeah, me too. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's not going to throw out the window. The whole take it because you <laughs> need, Adam will find it. So you need electricity. Seagulls. Seagulls. I actually thought a lot about this. You need electricity for internet. Yeah. So you have to have electricity. It's like a pyramid scheme. And you need. You don't technically need water. You don't critical path to internet. You can. You could. Those cistern well, buckets. Well, you could also go to like a restaurant down the street and use the bathroom and stuff. Yep. Uh, showering would be a little tougher. Well, so when Matt Peake lived in my wife's garage in college, <laughs> part of the deal why his rent was so cheap was he was like, I'll just shower at the gym. And I was like, what a genius. There you go. What a smart yes, man. genius. I'm not, I'm not sure no if that's water? a genius Genius. It, well, he wasn't allowed to have Albert a Albert Einstein. He only had Matt Peake. <laughs> well, he didn't. He was so the way it worked was in the corner. Jess Jess had a a room that was adjacent a couple, and so they shared a bathroom with a shower. And then there was like a master bedroom that was owned by a meth head. Um, So Peak had no access to any showers. There are more questions and rental coming up now. I noticed (laughs) he had less facilities than the meth head. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he did. That's partly true. Interesting. God, Matt Peak is such an amazing human. Yeah, trash would be easy. Cable definitely would get internet before cable. In fact, I have that. I don't have cable anymore. Yeah, there's no reason. Wa- running water would be it'd be a, it would be a debate. It would be. <laughs> I would debate. go pick up water from a place. Yeah, you would. You like that. I would Wait, go to a place. You order it. <laughs> from bring Amazon. in the water. Can oh you, yeah, Amazon. I just have Amazon. Wait, can you flush water. your? Can you flush your toilet without water? You load the. You oh, probably yeah, have a toilet that you load. It'd be like a reverse trash can. But I was gonna say, but you don't have to use the toilet. You can go outside. Like literally, go outside, dig a hole. Ship back there, but then you got internet, so so you're good. I mean, like well, that would be okay. Sounds like a compelling YouTube show. <laughs> so like dismantle net neutrality. Yeah, that may be a difference. Ah, uh, yeah. Then your bills are going to go up. Damn, Damn it. Well. Damn. Depending on what you watch, it's going to be metered, I guess. Well, uh, good thing that internet is such a priority because now you can use it to get ripped as hell uh, using Beachbody, who is sponsoring this podcast. So um, it's actually pretty great because their, their bread and butter used to be DVDs and stuff like that. But now they have Beachbody On Demand, which has all of their fitness brands and all their workouts just available on the Internet. 
um, which is fantastic if you travel or if you can't afford a gym membership or don't want to go outside. Uh, you can do this in the comfort of your own home. Comfort may be a bit of a stretch. I don't think these are supposed to make you comfortable, but they will make you comfortable with your body and how you look. Uh, and they've got all the all the hot brands, uh, P90, P90X, P90X2, P90X3, P90X1 on one, all the P90s you need. And actually, uh, um, so Bruce has recommended to me a while to just straight up do insanity. Matt and I do used to- Do insanity. Yeah, we used to just do some of the workouts occasionally. No, you can't do it that way. Uh, like again, the whole month. Don't, don't, hurt, don't hurt yourself in 60 days. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah. But do insanity, like really, like, and, and I'm, don't kill yourself either. It's kind of one of those things just like, if Shanti's like tells you to calm down, then you, you should calm down, you know? Like, if no, Shanti. Like, basically, you list, listen to him and then listen to your body. But either way, doing insanity, you're going to lose a ton of weight. Sorry, Lawrence, go ahead. No, I should. It's just, uh, I think it's, I'm in the last hump phase. I got to take, take that one final stretch. Uh, they also offer uh, nutrition. So they have a first of its kind cooking show for healthy weight loss and portion control called Fixate, which will teach you how to cook healthy, delicious, and simple recipes for you and your family. Uh, and if that all sounds interesting to you, you can try out a free 30-day membership by texting DUDE, D-U-D-E, to 303030 to get uh, a free 30 days access to the entire platform for free. So once more, text DUDE to 303030 for a free 30-day membership. So thank you, Beachbody. I'm going to check that out. Quick you question. see me getting ripped. You're going to be jacked. You're going to be jacked. Er, I'll, be, I'll be cut. I mean, it's not going to make you jacked, will it? Well, yeah, it depends on you. You're already pretty Like, honestly, yeah. like, you're a super strong dude. So then when you well, cut yourself, one man's cut I, is another man's I looked through it. Some of them, some of them, and you don't need them all. Like you guys are talking about P90X and Insanity, but some of their, there are programs that are weightlifting on, oh. on there. Cause I huh. looked through it well, and there's, a, they're like, those. they're like, oh yeah, here it, you can basically have dumbbells and do them. Ooh. So like, they're like, here, we're doing dumbbell bench press and stuff today and yeah, stuff. There, there is a bodybuilding okay. scheme to it. So oh, they got everything. Then. Quick question yeah. for you, Lawrence. So, what, uh, what? headline or title were you thinking about going with for this podcast oh i don't know um i was hoping to cash in on the avocado millennial craze do you, do you i think i think bernie is like our lucky star yeah because we got the world's biggest headline oh you're right, right you're right now. yeah Bernie's red dead redemption 2 now coming spring 2018 it's been officially delayed oh yeah delayed, yeah it's been it's delayed. a bummer but at the same time they i'd rather purpose. come out and be good of course yeah, always. Yeah. well rockstar it's weird because rockstar typically doesn't announce until they're they're confident they're gonna hit that was so i'm curious surprise. what happened i'm curious was, uh, but that's fine. GTA wasn't delayed. GTA was absolutely it was delayed. delayed. 16 oh yeah, you're times. right. right. One hundred percent, it was. So spring twenty eighteen is still fiscal year twenty seventeen. So I'm sure that's why they're okay with it. Uh, that means that everything else trying to cram into fiscal year is going to be really crowded out of spring. Maybe whatever. there's Scorpio. Maybe there's some announcement about new PlayStation. Yeah. I'm wondering about yet. that because I figured Scorp uh, Microsoft has Red Dead as like a Scorpio. It's not Scorpio exclusive, but could certainly showcase Scorpio, so Halo they, 6, and then Forza. They, they do say this. Uh, we're sorry for the disappointment the delay causes, but we are firm believers in delivering game. Only when it's ready, we are really excited to bring you some more details about the game this summer, which hmm. is after E3. That's so E3. that could be a Scorpio exclusive or Rockstar typically doesn't play the E3 I game. I would love to be a fly on the wall in one of those like meetings where like one of the development heads has to go into one of like the Rockstar studio heads, wow. and he's like... Listen, we're just not we're not hitting some of the timelines we set out. We're a little like I think we're gonna have to. We're not gonna make it the kind of game we promised you. It's not gonna come out until at least six months later. And the studio executive goes, "Okay, okay, yeah. no worries." Yeah. Like mm -hmm. like anywhere else, it'd be like, mm -hmm. "What? Yeah, what's what's our you, problem? Why didn't we? You had me gave you that money, and you're not doing it. You better work overtime and do it." And then, but Rockstar is like <laughs> yeah. feels like the one place where you can do that, and they're like, "Okay." Well, yeah, they go to two K, and two K just don't sweat it. Just like, I don't remember what the unit sales of Grand Theft Auto Five were. I think it was like 80 million, which it sold. Let's see here. It was like sold somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 million in the first like, what was it, a month or it made two? a billion dollars yeah, in it, one day. It's, it made a billion dollars in the yeah, day. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, let's see here. 70 million copies as of November 2nd, 2016, Holy shit. which is just like otherworldly. And, and what I imagine it, what it was is like, we'll have to slip out of holiday, but we'll make fiscal year. So your 2017 is still going to look amazing yeah. and your investors are still going to be happy. Mm -hmm. So really, there's not a problem. Yeah. And also, it used to be more of an issue. Game sales could only sell during the holiday and anything that released outside of that window was pretty much dead. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen anymore. Well, so. Red Dead 2, I mean, if they follow the same pattern, it'll be on console first mm -hmm. for the first, what was it, year, I think? And then it went to PC after that uh, for GTA 5? Red oh, Dead never Red did. Red Dead's on PC? No, uh, no. no. So, oh, GTA. So, Red so for Dead, GTA. When, yeah. How long did it take for GTA 5 to go to PC? I want to say two years because it, like it, it, it went old generation, okay. new generation, um, and then PC. I think, I think you're right. So, so yeah, I think it was like three years. So basically, you have to buy the game... <laughs> 
three separate two separate times. It's there, worth it, man. Yeah, no, it's totally worth it. I mean, I'm not saying it's not worth it. It's, uh. it's more about the the fact that you're going to get you to buy this game at least twice, sure. which is unbelievable. That's crazy. It's interesting how well it did financially with no DLC. GTA Five. Oh, it sort of has DLC. It has the, the, the paid transactions. They've got better than DLC. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're, they're just ongoing a revenue. Lot of money off and I guess that. online was delayed. It was like a major free yeah. update to the game, but. Yeah, it's, it's, it didn't have, like, Red Dead has some of the most robust DLC in the history of gaming. But yeah. uh, Undead, Undead Nightmare, Nightmare and mm-hmm. stuff. It was like its own game. Yeah. And I just don't think, that, I don't think that model works anymore. It died, like, shortly after episodic gaming was... Well, you see a game like Overwatch, which is multiplayer only, and it's doing so well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I keep buying loot boxes every time. I think it's a kind of a Next cool week. way of supporting I the game. Buy another one. Next week. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're putting out, like, three new maps, and the maps are always really good. The character videos they do are always really good, and it's like... I'd rather. I, I hated when you got a house now, Adam. You got to think yeah. ahead. You're not going to be able to pay for all this. Bruce, I need to expense some things. Yeah. The real headline would be avocado and toast. Still want to keep buying those loot boxes? <laughs> we'll stop buying avocado and toast. Actually, yeah, shit. No, How much right, avocado though? toast got sold after he said that? I bought two. <laughs> the model did totally shift though, because well, yeah, games were product. Now they're How services. How old services. is this gorgeous game? 2010. Was it 10? 2010, oh, 2011? Yeah, Achievement Hunter existed. Some of their first <laughs> oh videos were in... Uh, yeah, Jack didn't have a beard yet. I'm having yeah. flashbacks, though. It's such it, a good-looking game. It, it drove me... It Well, it drove me crazy how yep. you couldn't just press a button and have your rate match their rate. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You would walk 0.25% mm-hmm. speed faster, mm-hmm. and your horse would go either slower or slightly faster, and it would always look like this, and it drove me crazy. Well, uh, are you guys okay with the delay? Like, it doesn't seem yeah, like it bothers yeah, absolutely. Nah, it's not yeah, like I'm starving for games. There's so much out right now, yeah. Yeah. and content in general. There's like a billion Star Wars movies coming out in the next year too. Yeah, so it's true. like, it's like there's too much anyway. So it's yeah. like there's always something to look forward to now. Yeah, so this this game that's going to take 300 hours to explore mm-hmm. and go through, and yeah. then you're going to play it again when it re-releases on Scorpio, and then re-releases again on PC. It is weird to uh, think of it from a business standpoint, though. Like. We're in a unique situation where we're looking at it and we're like, if it had come out at the end of this year, what revenue could the channel have generated based off co-op videos and gameplay videos? It is interesting. It's an economy in some ways. If the game is shitty, less. Yeah. Because people are interested in it. Like, if a game is really bad, you can't do Let's Play in it, but you can make a lot of news articles about it. Like, No Man's Sky was one of the most popular titles ever for the No. But... Anytime a No Man's Sky, it. yeah, a title mm-hmm. came up. But if we did a Let's Play Nobody in No Man's Sky, everyone's like, "Who? I don't want to watch that." Yeah, yeah. And well, like, there was Mass like, Effect Andromeda is the best example of yeah. why delay it, wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If Mass Effect Andromeda was coming out at Christmas, we'd still have a shot of the good game. Well, the revenue, I mean, the revenue is just delayed for us, basically. It's like yeah, yeah. we're still gonna we're still gonna make videos on Red Dead Redemption when it comes out. Yeah. It just won't be, you know, this this Christmas. I, mm-hmm. I wonder if it will be the infinite well that we've been pulling from GTA because, like, you know, two videos. A week for uh, five years. Yes, I, I bet, think so. I bet Rockstar I wants so. exactly from this game, from Red Dead Redemption Two, that they have from GTA Five. Which I means, mean, why would you not follow that business? Model? I, well, that's it. Yeah, you're exactly right, Bruce. Which means there's going to be a games of service element to it. Absolutely. The online will probably not come in, in paid chunks. They'll dribble out new horses and new mini games, and yep. it'll all be based on some currency that you have to buy. Hey, I really theoretically, wonder. they might they yeah. might even pioneer more than that. Mm. It'd be interesting to see. Uh, but when it comes to revenue and business discussion. You're entering the gotcha version of the podcast. Oh, oh, yeah. That's gotcha, right. Gotcha journalism with Let me Lawrence. adjust my glasses. Lawrence Sontag, journalist extraordinaire. <laughs> Every time we have a guest, I, I just fucking I hammer him to the wall. Look out, get Bernie. Him. Get ready. Here it comes. You only Except, it Bernie. here's a bit of a twist, Bernie. Go ahead. I tried digging for you. I tried digging some dirt. I wanted to throw something directly in your Googled face. You. He just Googled you. I just Googled. Uh, over lunch, it took like he five minutes. Where my too. autocomplete for today? <laughs> two, two O's in Bernie? Yeah, you got to do it. Burns. But the interesting thing I discovered... I couldn't find anything overtly negative. No scandals, no nothing. Yeah. About so me. what are you hiding, Bernie? <laughs> tons. Wait, tons. That's your journalism? Gotcha. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't find anything. I Googled Googled journalism, journalism, by the way. No. Dirt on you. He's like, well, I murdered a hooker in 98. Got him. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm, Besides I'm, that, though, nothing. I'm couching it as gotcha, but I do respect the skill of not, not offending the internet um, because I'm very bad at that. Rather, just, just in, by lieu of being myself on the internet, I piss someone off. 
or I cause a giant Reddit post or something just because of some offhanded thing I said. Yeah, try getting older. Yeah. So I'm curious about that. Um, is, is that something that you consider a talent that you had to groom? Or were you just kind of naturally acclimated to being likable? It's a nice, uh, likable, unexciting. That's huh. what I heard huh. over here. Okay. Huh. The, uh, I mean, it's just, I think we, we tend to address things when they come up. Um, you know, there was, there was a, a recent thread about accepting criticism um, that I saw, like a discussion about it. Which is a tough one because then it's like, uh, if you then respond to it, you're arguing with people and you can't accept criticism. But if you don't say anything, you're sweeping it under the rug. That one's a complex one to try to figure out. But if something comes up, we usually address it, you know. And, uh, yeah, I don't think there's been anything major. I mean, I, I, I stepped down as CEO at one point because I thought that I wasn't the right person to be CEO of the company more. I think that was a big deal in my life, but it seems to have caused almost no, no ripples. ripples yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we had a great CEO in Matt, but... I, no, I, I think it just attributed to being unexciting, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. There was a thing, though, where when I broke up with my wife, didn't think I was at any level of fame where I needed to announce that. And then a year and a half later, I started dating Ashley, and people flipped out about that. So I actually advise anyone wow. that we work with, when you break up, just say something publicly about it. Just so that when you do find someone else down the road, and I had dated well, I dated some people between, you know, my ex and Ashley. We had a good run. We did. It was nice. <laughs> but, he, but he adopted my style. And yeah, I, had I, to go, I had to move on. Well, it was like a, what Liberace Single did with his female. butt boy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the plastic surgery went well. But it was, but Ashley was the one, Ashley, once we started dating, like, exclusively, then people became aware of her because that became more public. And then people, there were some people who thought that Ashley broke up me and my wife, even though I didn't meet her for 18 months Jeez. later. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So hmm. that's the kind of thing. It's like, that's like a faux scandal. But I always tell people now, if you break up, just say something about it. Just gotcha. one thing. You got him. You got well, him. <laughs> yeah. There aren't, there aren't um, it, it sounds so simple, but there are people who try to communicate openly and either aren't able to do it or they end up saying something that offends people. I guess I've always respected your ability to level with the audience in a way that makes them mostly actually listen as opposed to press their agenda or hang on to whatever bitterness that they may enjoy having. Yeah. No, there's something there's some people to do. And sometimes you have to wait, like test of time, you know, like everyone thought the relationship with full screen was going to be a nightmare and terrible. And now you regularly see it's like, I guess, should we just admit that the full screen thing was actually good? Like that they've gotten bigger the entire time. Like people have forgotten all about it, which is a yeah. good thing. I, I think you so know, too. Like yeah. And another thing I think that you do well that we always liked about Rooster Teeth at least me personally, was that uh, you guys are transparent because we are pretty transparent with the audience. So, like, if, if an, uh, somebody from the audience asks a question that I can answer, I'll answer it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, it's this. Like, it's sort of like the YouTube revenue thing was like, yeah, you know, we're, YouTube's not paying us anymore for about three weeks. And we we're just pretty clear about it, saying, yeah, that's just what's happening. Mm-hmm. We're not mad or it's just sort of like, a, well, this has changed. Um, and I feel like that you guys are good about that, too. So, yep, I just feel like, you know, coming from like being forum people ourselves. It's just like we're just used to that conversation, you know, and people see through everything anyway. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. it's just and the, I'm not saying we do everything perfectly. We definitely fuck some stuff up. But I think if you're honest about it, then, you know, come from an honest place instead of trying to like pander or try to please people. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, or then you shit out of luck. Yeah, it's never going to work. Well, it seems to be the sort of the types of uh, companies that exist now you have to kind of have to be transparent because it almost is or people think they have a level of transparency so we could always say you know we're doing the best ever and people can go on social play and go no you're not and you go shit yep. <laughs> like according to these stats you made somewhere between two thousand dollars and eight million dollars last month which <laughs> social plays are goddamn so where's it at? but it, it's 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 still like it's some it it's counting something and our our numbers are out there for people to see so that is actually kind of a, an interesting place that we're at right now where you can't you can't just tell everyone how great business is and they go no 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 yeah it, it behooves you to be open with your audience i i have found and i guess hold some things back right like we can't we can't say everything we're doing because something might not work like steven Subtick. yeah he might <laughs> die tomorrow <laughs> that's not working out at all he's not working out in any way whatsoever but he keeps coming back <laughs> i wish he would stop Valuable member of the Funhouse team. Yeah, you yeah. see what I did right there? Yeah. I threw, I said the opposite of what I mean, and now people are going to fight for him. That's the gotcha. other... <laughs> I guess. I guess that's... Uh, I guess we're meandering onto the topic, but the thing that has always fascinated topic. me the most is when, um, when people construct a, a series of events or some truth about you that's 
not rooted in anything. No, I know. Yeah. Uh, when when just like one little bit comes from here and there, and then then suddenly like you you went to college in Canada. You're like, no, I never did that. Actually, James, I think that happened to you recently. Did it? I don't remember. Probably. It happens mm. a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I usually go on and immediately correct them. I'll, if I see something like that that somebody says that's wrong, just in, even in a, in a like way deep down in a thread, I'll comment to that one comment and be like, no, no, it was this, just because I want people to be a little more accurate about it so that they know. Yeah. And that's, I'm not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not arguing opinion. It's more like fact. So like if they're speculating on something that I have done and I haven't done it, I'll be like, no, I've never done that. You know, like that's, mm -hmm. uh, at least it came from me. <laughs> there, is, there is a thing you can do, though, where you can call attention to something that people weren't aware of, and then they become aware of it. Yes. And then they hear that as the truth. And so you make your own uh, problem worse. Interesting. We had that at Rooster Teeth when we said, we told the audience, hey, we can't do tours anymore because at the old office when people were coming by, we got to the point where we were doing like four or five tours a day, which meant everyone had to stop and close their monitors of sensitive stuff they were working on while we did like four tours a day. And it's like we just had to go on the podcast and say, guys, we're just at a point now we can't do this, so we can't do any more tours. Sorry. Uh, but that's when we started RTX as well. So we had an event where people could come and we could meet everybody. Um, people listening to the podcast heard us say they go, they give tours. Yeah. They were like, yeah. they, weren't, they weren't aware. And so actually the request for tours went way up after that <laughs> announcement. So yeah. you just you just never know, you know. And the thing with wrong information is sometimes you'll say it. Yeah, yeah. And they won't remember the context <laughs> of the conversation while you said it. Yeah. And then the, I had a thing Wait. where I fought on my Wikipedia page forever where <laughs> my nickname Bernie comes from. Oh. And it very clearly comes from my last name Burns. I, there was a billion Mike Burnses in the world. And I don't even want to say this one, but say it anyway. Gets my better judgment because it'll, it'll pop back up again. <laughs> but the Wikipedia page says he's got his nickname Bernie in high school. True. Uh, because it was a less offensive version of his nickname Boner. And I'm like, <laughs> I was never called Boner in my life. I don't know where that came from. And it would get erased and then it would get put back in and it just kept coming up again and again. So it's, it's not there now. Well, oh, look at this. Oh, can they come on a red velvet pillow? Uh, let's see here. Nickname Bernie was given to him by an, uh, a high school senior to separate him from the many Michaels in his class. That is correct. Lame. Okay, well. All right, edit that. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll just. Boner. Make sure you get Boner in there. <laughs> gotcha that. Actually, the senior's name was Boner. <laughs> you let slip it, gotcha. Rooster Teeth shut down doing tours so they could charge people to come to RTX. Oh, son of a bitch. Is that why? Gotcha. How dare you? Gotcha, Bernie. No, but in hindsight, that was brilliant. <laughs> that was awesome. That's why we're going to London now, too. You know, that's. Uh, Did we announce that? Right? Yes. Okay, RTX thank London God. has been announced. <laughs> thank God. Some, yeah. I, on the podcast, on a regular basis, I say something like, didn't announce that. I don't know if we've announced the guest list for it. That's where I, I always think that's the thing. I, I don't think we that's, have. That's so I, I, don't, I don't want to say anything. Good call. We can only confirm Stephen Suptic. Yes. <laughs> Damn it, he's in everything. That's the only <laughs> guest. The only guest. Also, he may not attend. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to show We're up. doing RTX Suptic at there his house. <laughs> well, uh, if you go to RTX Suptic... You might be able to enjoy a delicious meal that he prepares for you directly <laughs> through Blue Apron. Uh, Blue Apron, and nice. so Seamless. we've been sponsored by these guys so many times. It's uh, I, I am now plumbing the depths to find talking points that I haven't covered because I want at least. Oh yeah, James, James, you're I'm doing it Apron. now. There's one. I'm you on served it. it up. How was your How was your Blue Apron experience? It was great. I had two Blue Apron experiences. One was a weekend lunch. Don't make make no mistake. These don't have to be dinners. They can work any time of the day. Um, and so I, I had tandoori chicken with mm. rice, which is like something that I would never trust myself to make. No. But it was perfect. It came really? out great. I thought it was fantastic. And the thing that blew my mind is the way the recipe works is they tell you, like, do this, do this, do this, do this. And it's set up so that way you can keep doing things while all their stuff is cooking. And they, someone, some genius, some Matt Peak level genius must have gone in there and figured out the exact timing of everything to know how long it would take me to chop green onions or whatever. <laughs> and they nailed it because every single time I would finish something, the buzzer would go off on wow. another time. And it, oh, and I never stopped doing anything for the 15 minutes or whatever I was in the kitchen. And then it was all done. It was all done and everything was hot at the same time. And I just plated it and I was like, it worked. It was That's great. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, you can check out this week's menu, which includes beef teriyaki stir fry with sugar snap peas and lime rice, uh, baked spinach and egg flatbread with sauteed asparagus and lemon aioli, three cheese baby broccoli stromboli with tomato and oregano dipping sauce. That sounds good. And crispy salmon and roasted potato salad with pickled mustard seeds and creme fraiche sauce. So you can check out pictures and del delightful step-by-step uh, -step instructions and all that stuff by going to blairprint.com soup. And there you can get your first three meals for free if you sign up for the service. Once more, that's blueapron.com slash soup. So thank you, Blue Apron. It's also nice when uh, you lose your instructions and then your friends do it too. So I can text James and go, 
Can you send me the instructions on how to make the wontons? Because I lost it. I had, scan him, I had to scan him the instructions. And oh, then send there's it also to a him. URL at the top of everything. I, know. I just thought it was funny to ask him to like scan it in and send it to me. So uh, let's see those keys. Yeah, huh? Did you get them? Jingle. No, I got I got <laughs> cucked. You got pranked. Uh, I, got I got cucked by a. I got I got cucked by a robot. So. I, so you know how the join the, the club. Well, you, <laughs> you know how the robots call Man, you now and they go, robots. "Hello." Yep. Oh, oh hi yeah, there. A... They reversed it on me, so it called me and then it hung up and I was like, "Oh, that because it was a number I didn't recognize." So I called it back and the guy goes, "Hello." I'm like, "This is a robot voice." And he goes, "I'm so glad you called me back." It's like, "Fuck you, robot!" Wow. Oh, oh, he robot. tricked me into calling him. Next level robot. He won't invite game. me to like his, his police dinner party. Some congressman that, oh, that can't call good. me. You should go. Oh. <sighs> Robots are the worst. Anyway, I gotta I gotta go to some robot congress thing. Yeah, you're part of the robot crew now. Did you hear about the lady that took her boyfriend's uh, dead boyfriend's tweets and emails and everything and put them into a bot? Mm. And she talks to it. Fuck oh, really? oh and now he lives. That's, that's like that uh, Black, Black Mirror, Mirror episode. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, and it's, exactly it's, she, it she talks to it and everything, and so it's but it's apparently aware that it is a bot. Wait, what? How? I hope so. Yeah, Ellie was telling me about this. Well, she might have been reciting a Black Mirror episode to maybe. me. Maybe. That no, sounds no. like she a Black English. Mirror episode. Yeah, she is English. I'm going to call her out. Documentary. Right where... No, that was Black Mirror. Also, like the okay Google bots, those those bots are they are aware they're robots in the sense that they have been programmed yeah. to tell their human masters they are robots. So it gives them more strength, shit. honestly. <laughs> yeah. One true. day, one day they'll work. Why do we make Ours, them aware? We have the Google Home robot, it's, and it's, it's, it's worthless. It's pretty dumb. You're never going to get that cool Terminator Salvation reveal if they know they're robots. Didn't anyone watch that movie? Jesus Christ! Yeah, Salvation or Genesis? Sam yeah, it was great. Know, and he, and Wait, it was the they best show that in the trailer. In the trailer. That might be the most spoiled yeah. I've ever been in the trailer. Besides Phantom Menace with the double oh yeah lightsaber blade. Rad. I can't I can't stand when people ruin stuff. Well, in they trailers. also they also showed John Connor was a robot in Genesis. Terminator has a bad reputation for spoiling their own movies. Wait, they did in the trailer? Yeah, they do. Well, they I actually did. didn't know that. Thank God. They spoiled the big twist in two. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. Oh, yeah, we yeah, we just we recently talking about that. Terminator yeah. franchise is How great cool about spoiling their own movies and trailers. I guess yeah. they didn't spoil three, but that, I mean that's the three. very end. It is. Is it's that the very end? Just kidding. The bombs do go yeah. off, yeah. which was oh. actually that's which kind, kind of, of redeemed also the, movie. the only, over the only thing totally that was did. kind of a twist in three was you think that they're coming back for John, but then they're not. What? Remember, they're trying to kill his generals. That's what three is all about. They're trying to kill his generals and then his love. Claire Danes or whatever. I think oh, I remember that. Because she becomes a general? Because she becomes his lover, and then they have Terminator fighting babies. Another thing that <laughs> redeemed Terminator 3 was the fact that they didn't cast Edward Furlong as John Connor again. How dare yeah. you? <laughs> really? How dare I you? I think he just he got You're lost right. on the way to the set. They cast another person who fell off the face of the planet. I was going to say, didn't he overdose on drugs or Nick something Stahl? and kill himself Nick Stahl. Terminator 3? No, they're also alive. The yellow bastard. Are they really? Are, is every yeah. every long is too. Every they're actor who has ever just, played John Connor is alive, and I just made that up. Every actor. The toughest uh, thing about Edward Furlong. I don't know about the guy from he didn't the future. Let's call Reese. But the other guy. Michael Bean. I know the dude with, <laughs> with the scar. So that's one of the dumbest things in the world. At least playing dumb on the boyfriend. Every boyfriend so bot, here's by the way. here's the thing. Here's the yeah. thing about Terminator. Oh. To get us off topic officially. Um, <laughs> the thing about Terminator is every time a new Terminator movie comes out you think more fondly of the Terminator that came out before. True. Sometimes it, it makes value. it better, but other times it's just the one is so worse. Like, like Terminator 1 was a good spooky sci-fi horror thing, mm -hmm. right? That whole 80s apocalyptic vibe was going on, Escape from New York kind of thing. But we didn't really think much more about it. Then Terminator 2 came out, and you're like, that's a great time travel movie. That's an amazing. It's it's probably one of the most original takes on time travel I've ever thought of. But that wasn't until Terminator Two really hammered it home. Well, Terminator two, Three two came out, and you're like, oh my god, better. what went wrong? But three, yeah, three like, doesn't make two better. It's two like, is already great. I know, but it still it does makes make you it, appreciate how great Two is. Because you're like, oh, I didn't realize that you could do robot action so poorly. Oh, I that. And then Terminator <laughs> Salvation came out, and you're like, please give me Nick Stahl. No, like, I never said that. Terminator I Salvation. Never, I, don't know. I think Terminator Salvation is way worse than Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. Well, I think they're both bad. And then Terminator Genesis, which I just saw recently, is the worst of them all. It does make Salvation look. Better and it makes. I say. was like, I was like. Why couldn't they get McG back? Yeah. Like, and which is something I've never said in any any scenario. There will be no movie that makes Terminator Genesis better, though. You can't. Oh, who man, knows? No. Know. Who knows? They announced the new one today. It's Tim Miller and James Cameron. I guess got the rights back. Yeah. Yeah. So, There's no but, way well, anything's so gonna make Genesis. I had better. heard James Cameron has said that no, of when he gets the rights back, he wants to do one more <laughs> with <older>. Arnold. <laughs> 
and he wants to start over from scratch and end it. Nice. So one that's complete good. movie that's that good. reboots the whole thing and then stops it. I believe that's what that. he's trying to yeah, end. I appreciate he's, that. He is now Skynet. <laughs> he's trying to go back to, so, to kill himself. The, the whole issue with Terminator is it's partly James Cameron's fault, but it's also because people can't see past what made Terminator successful. Everyone looks at the bare bones. They go, oh, you just add more robots, and then you do a twist on it. It's actually an alloy compound. Well, well so that's what I mean is they said, oh, that's all he did. He just added a liquid one. What else can we do? Magnets. All right. And then they just kept going. I was like, no, he kind of more or less just remade two, but then added a cool bit to it and like realized the world that he'd built around it and how one movie actually affected the other. And then the rest of them, they just kept trying to remake the movie. Well, yeah. After, after that's why they're so awful. After Terminator 2, it was like they, they locked someone in a room and they they made it so that way they weren't allowed to watch the previous film, but they had to write a movie. So there's a, I love that James Cameron is such a, like a detail oriented psychopath that he explains everything in his movies and gives you a blueprint. So if you ever want to make more, I gave you all the tools to do it, baby. And then everyone ignores all those things. So like Terminator two, they're like the reason he's got blades is a, not only the narrative aspect of if he just became a gun, or a nuke or whatever, mm. it would be boring. Right. It would ruin the narrative tension. But also because the technology, they can't take, he can't do complex things. And so the person who making the next movie said, how can we one up to 1000? She turns her arm into a gun, a giant nuclear reactor in her <laughs> chest. Like all the things that he said you're not allowed to do in Terminator, mm. they just did because they didn't know how to up the ante in a normal way. It's and they're just, not James Cameron. Then, yeah, yeah, then they just ignore all the details that he put in there and yeah. said, fuck it. They're not James Cameron. How oh. did they get around the T-1000 not being flesh-covered when it came what back? What do you mean? Well, like, it had to be, in the first movie, it had to be flesh could only come back. Well, right. The reason the Terminator could come back is because it was covered I think in because flesh. it could mimic that's flesh. Point, Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. I never Maybe. thought about no, that. No, that's actually, that's actually a really good point. So, but, but you bring up a larger point about the Terminator franchise is that it doesn't matter. <laughs> because the more that you think about that stuff, the more you're just like... They got rid of that rule in the, in the but, other one and then just moved on. Was, I don't like, think the flesh was a limiting factor. Was it? Well, I think the flesh the was so that way they could disguise themselves to get into to human the, Well, no, they, they said you can't send any metal or any weapons back. Yeah. They, yeah. And that's how they, the Terminators... That's why always shows up naked. Yeah, the Terminators had to be coated in skin to... which I, But they were already coated in skin which, because I mean, so they were like used if to they, disguise. If they really right. wanted to, they would just put a gun in a cadaver... And then send that back in time. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I get which. I mean, that's a cool. That's a cool I, this, concept. This universe doesn't make any sense. No, they're also, they're also pretty. He's pretty upfront about how much energy it takes to fire that machine off. Mm-hmm. So that uh, way you can't just blast, blast, blast. Like I that, think they're. That was true. You know, there they're was, weapons. They yeah. think in the first or second Terminator movie, they talk about how there were two two surges before they stormed the. Storm the camp. There's like some art book or whatever that James Cameron consulted on or whatever for the concept art. And they talked about how as the soldiers were storming the camp, they, there were two surges of power. One was the T-800 going back to try and kill Sarah Connor. And the other was T-1000 going back to, in case the T-800 failed. What about the failed. others from Terminator 3? Those are uh, less, Genesis. again, details that were ignored. This is what I mean. Is like it yeah. just invalidates every rule that it yeah. set up. So do you think the Alien franchise is on the same path now as Terminator? Because it's kind of the same thing. I don't thing. even know what the Alien franchise is. We haven't, haven't seen Covenant. But yeah, somebody heard about Covenant. It. The best part about it is that it makes Prometheus a good movie. I refuse to believe that. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm no such thing. Unless so it's, it's the Terminator. It's syndrome. exactly what you're saying with Terminator, yeah. right? Yeah, go see yeah. it, then you'll probably like Prometheus better. It, it, except this one makes me a little bit more sad because it's Ridley Scott who mm-hmm. made Alien. Yeah. And now he's making Alien Covenant. So you who, lost his, you have no one else to blame. He yeah. lost his touch a long time, time ago, except for The Martian. Um, you looking forward to Blade Runner? Yes. He is. Very much Although, so. but it's directed by uh, Villanova. Denny yeah. Villanueva. Yeah. yeah, a rival guy. Ridley yeah. Scott has always been a commercial director. Mm-hmm. He's, when he made that commercial for Apple. Ma- yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's like always made things under budget and efficiently. Like mm. he pioneered the technique of if you're going to do an action scene, let's set up 12 cameras so that way we only need to shoot it once. Mm-hmm. And which is not something that a lot of directors think. They're like, well, I'll get this angle. I'll get this angle. I'll get He's like, whatever. We'll get the coverage. Well, he's also he's 85. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. he gives a shit about building out the mythos of the oh. alien uh, multiverse that yeah. he created. He's like, you're giving me how much? <laughs> I think he loves making movies, but I don't know. That I he... watched you guys do that. And you made alien versus predator, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. So why do it? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, true. that's true. That's a good point. Well, and speaking of, uh, of 
Rivalries that'll last the ages. Oh right. We got a, We have a, a reigning victor in Hardnetting that we hopefully oh, hard hopefully can have top. Have you been here for a Hardnetting? I don't think Bernie. <laughs> no, I last time he was here, we didn't do it. Yeah. So uh, this is a, a podcast segment. Um, I'll just start at the highest level and go on down. So right. the the whole point of this is to celebrate human diversity and uh, peculiarity as viewed through the lens of the internet. Okay. Uh, which basically says I, as it distills down, I find weird shit on the internet, and then people vote on which one is netting harder. Uh, we've had a we've had a victor here for a very long time. Apologize, I'm gonna have to cut out. The Red Dead gameplay. So Big Knee Lover is uh, just too pure. Uh, loves those big knees. This is a real thing. Somebody is a deviant artist. Like it's, it's a fetish. A deviant art. A deviant deviant artist. There we go. Yeah. I should say. A, a, it's a fetish that yeah. we've been drawing, but this only we can only find this in one spot. It's this right here. I did find somebody that had Sonic in their kneecap. Why Sonic all the time? Yeah, oh. and like a lot of water too. So it was like Sonic was in a womb in somebody's knee. Oh. So there's that. Um, was there something in the Sonic? Franchise that warped people because it's yeah. always fur. Sonic. It's fur. fur. I've it read. Is? I've read dissertations. <laughs> it's fur. He's cool. He's it's naked. Also, he's cool. He's yes. naked. It's got. It's got like kind of aggressive but upbeat music. And the biggest thing is not not joking. Uh, Chili dogs. No. <laughs> um, I read a study about how autistic people can't read facial emotions. That's why they gravitate to cartoons and stuff. Uh -huh. Sonic's face is extremely expressive. So I think people cool. He's very cool. That's fine. <laughs> hey. His eyes touching. It's like center. that movie he's doing on the Dreamcast thing where his, like, his arms underneath his leg. Yeah. And you're like, why is he doing that? Because he's cool. By the way, not being judgmental. This is just... No, we're just asking. Trend analysis. No. Why, do, why do people... We, like we went Sonic to the uh, Sonic 25th anniversary oh, party. That, one of the best parties I've ever been to. It, it was magical. Really? You, yeah. It? They had chili dogs. They had onion rings. Mm. They had nice. uh, a live... Fantastic. A live band. Those are two separate quotes over each word. <laughs> um, yeah. Because it was actually just one guy with a guitar and another guy singing. And then so, they just played the soundtrack well, and then tried of, to cover it. A lot of fans in wheelchairs, but optionally. I was going to say, uh, but we saw when they revealed the... Sonic, saw miracles Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania, the reboot, basically. We saw, I, we saw someone get up out of their wheelchair, like they'd been healed, yeah, in like a televangelist way, mm -hmm. and go like this it was amazing. to the yeah. screen at Sonic Mania. Also, also, no by the way, this no happened. one at any of the bars. There were like three bars <laughs> yeah. that were completely empty. That's if you wanted a drink, drink, you just walk right up, and it's then the you get the greatest party ever. Yeah, it was yeah. all you can eat onion rings and all you can drink liquor. Chili you dogs at an open, open bar. Yep, that's amazing. You know what it was missing though. The artistic stylings of Baba Looney. So, so this, this is the competitor. This is the competitor. Yeah, big Knee Lover is so been retired. What is that? So it's balloon stuff? Yes, we're it is a balloon like artist. Surgical stints. It is a balloon artist. There she is. Oh, her name is Bobby, but you can call her Baba Looney. Oh, okay. Good for her. So, okay. This... Elmo. Baba Looney. This seems, this seems pretty tame, sure. except they have... The best jingle ever. Uh-oh. I'm gonna have to enable Flash. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you must be dedicated. So... Hold on now. Why are we looking up nickname? Fucking hell. I was trying to find Bernie's nickname. <laughs> I don't know why it went to control F because I didn't hit those buttons at all. Unless I did. Hold on. Hold on so minute. was Nick the first nickname? Is that where the term comes from? Oh, maybe. Shit, I never thought about that. It's like, what's your nickname? Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes total sense. <laughs> Not high enough with this conversation. All right. Balloons popping, you know? You turn it up. Is this death metal? Sadly, that's as loud as it gets for some reason. I like that. Monster Mash. Is this a big Okay, did she write the song? It's there. They're refer referencing Baba Balloonie in the song. Dude, I'm writing a whole narrative in my head about how this guy wanted to sleep with Baba Looney. And so, like, I'll make you a song, I'll make you a jingle. It's like, thank you. My husband will appreciate this. How do you hire the dude? It's all one. It's just him talking. It's one a hook. jingle. <laughs> That's not a jingle. A jingle's on a hook. It's a jingle that, by the way, we're at 50 seconds in, and there's a third of the way through the whole can I throw a competitor into the ring for this one? Oh yeah, we came across a competitor. Did we? Yeah, we did. We found ours. Oh, I thought we were retiring Big Big Knee Lover. I discussed that, but now it's not happening. He never did. No, I'm glad I was here to see it in person. Well, no, I mean, can you at least show us the twisted creations, or are we just judging this against the jingle? The jingle helps. 
I'll keep the jingle, jingle going. He doesn't know what a jingle is. <laughs> In his native language, jingle means something else. Look at oh, these. Oh, fighting Nemo? Long. That's cool. Wonderful cool. balloon creation. Unicorn. <laughs> the bee. looks like garbage. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, oh, cookie total monster. Oh, knock her. Scroll, down. Scroll Do you think if you draw on a scroll balloon, animal with look at that piece of shit. No, you, you knew what it was, though. I didn't know what he said. You knew what it was. He said, it looks like nothing with a penis. Because we'll know what they are. That's clearly Nemo. That's nothing with a penis. Wait. If one fin is smaller than the other, then yeah, she wins. Yeah, we have to see the other side. Yeah, so we got Cookie Monster, clearly. Unicorn. If you draw Daffy Duck on a balloon creation is. with markers, though, are you, is that Ariel? Oh yeah, that's Ooh. true. You can't, you can't draw on your balloon. SpongeBob, <laughs> Mermaid Beauty. Yeah, Sponge Dude. Wait, that's SpongeBob? No, no Sponge, Sponge Dude. Oh, Sponge Dude. Oh, there's plenty to of avoid copyright. Sponge Dude. I want, I want to look at more. Keep going. All right. Red, Red monster. monster not. I like the little marquee. Like, the is little it cold in here? Our phone number's on there. Oh shit. Fuck. Sorry, Baba Looney. Hey, but maybe she'll I mean, go to our website and get it. They can do it's that. It's the same contact yeah. information that we're already showing. So, wait, I want to see more creations. Sorry. What are her oh, rates? Oh, no. That's the music. Uh, is enough. <laughs> there was no jingle. Baba Looney! Yeah, no wait, where would the hover over? Hover over to what's Bugs this thing Bunny. Bunny hat. I, I wait, love the name. There was the one that was called Creepy. Oh, wait, no. It's Plucky. That was Plucky Duck. Who? Plucky Duck from Tiny Toons. Wait, That's what? why it was green. On the first page, one was called Creepy something. Yeah, can you go back to the first one? I want to see Those what are was... cold princesses. It was one of the bright, bottom right. Eight-arm, oh, muffy thing. Creepy. Oh, she's yeah. just creepy. Oh, because it's a creepy crawly. I got it. Caterpillar. That looks like the old cootie game from the... 80s. Spider-Man! No, no, that's Web <laughs> Wait, guy. hold Webster on. Hat. Webster hat. Wait, what? <laughs> Webster Wait, hold on. Hey, hold on. That's not they even close. Sound... It just has Spider-Man's <laughs> sticker on it. They all sound like memes. <laughs> Webster Wait. hat. Aww. Donnie Duck. Donnie Duck. <laughs> Freddy, Freddy Frog. Oh, that's just something she made up. Is she? Purple Wait, Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's gotta be <laughs> Purple, Purple, Purple Dino. Dino. Yeah. Okay. God, no, no, what's this thing on the bottom right? It looks like two people at like Venice Beach doing yoga. Where the thing with the it's Greta uh, Giraffe, of course. Come on, <laughs> it's sort of like a, it's a Rorschach. The thing with the, like, there's always some guy. He's got uh -oh. a girl like elevated there's, on his feet. There's fighting turtle. Oh, Hulk, muscle, muscle dude. dude. In fact, Toad Man. Toad Man. Oh, he's not a toad. <laughs> toad Man. He's first oh, of all, he's birds. crazy cars. <laughs> this is like my mom was like, "What are the kids like these days?" Miss Caddy. They like Ninja Turtles. <laughs> No, Toad like Toadman. Toad Toadman. Toad 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 Toadman's real popular. Mom. Yellow bird. Squirrel. I just said squirrel. <laughs> Damn. I don't want to mock this. I will say. You gotta mock it. What page oh, another spot Webster man. The climber. Okay. <laughs> Not Webster hat. That's the climber. Supergirl. Wait, wait, wait. She took that one. Trademark. Supergirl is no, just no. a girl in a dress. DC, get him. I think it was Supar girl. Oh, no, no. Not damn spell it right. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze is a snowman. snowman. So what, we, what page are we on? This is the last page? Yeah, if she has a page. balloon avocado toast, she oh. wins the title. No, no, I agree. Have that. Cool. cool, Allah. <laughs> oh. That's image 4419. Oh, That's before she that got one. created. Ooh. Why does baby got, have oh, a end. graduated cylinder? What is what that? She cost? It's a bottle. <laughs> it's a bottle. <laughs> oh, it's a bottle? Okay. <laughs> oh, you got a call for the post, though. <laughs> uh, James, what was the... I, I mean, we're not going to use it. I can't remember what it was called. You got a call for a quote. Femme. Oh. Oh, fem, the strong fem. I could never do this. I could never. I couldn't make one of those things. That's true. See, what are you kidding? It would take one hour of practice. No way. <laughs> I you could, could easily do that. One you, hour, and so, you could do any of those. So yes. Here's the thing. I did. I'll prove it to you. I did. Let's hire her and put her up against Bruce. I did learn a balloon animal. Like, <laughs> like did? there. Yeah. Someone came to our class and taught us, and in about like eight <laughs> minutes, you could figure out how to do yeah. like. Basically, your, your major shapes. Uh, can you do now? There's stuff man. when the dude builds like Iron Man out of it, and sure, he's wearing sure. a suit. Now that takes a while, but the basic can, stuff. Can I throw out a future contender? It was one I think we forgot about. What's that? Remember, it was like FacePaint.net. Oh, yeah, boy. .net was .com. It's .wes. Is that is FacePaint.wes? Yeah, yeah, that's a that good one? site. We'll do that next week. Okay, we'll, yeah, show, yeah. we'll show it to you. I I we spent hours on that. That's site. a great amazing, site. Amazing website. That sounds familiar. Anyway, we got to put it up to a vote. Run out of time. Wins. I give it to balloons. Yeah, Bernie. Absolutely, yeah, wins. I'm tired. Who's, who's netting harder, Big Knee Lover or, or Baba Looney? Are you just voting against Big Knee Lover? Or are you voting for? Hey, I'm a fine. fan of Baba Looney. Yeah, Baba Looney. What? I'm a fan of that. Yeah, James? that's a vestigial vote at this point, but yeah, um, I'm not sure how she represents what hard netting. I think maybe my barometer is just off. There's an for... embedded flash player with a sweet jingle on the website. Go to About the Artist, see if there's a dark story.
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like she was assaulted and then oh, so she started doing balloons. No, nope, uh, she's, she's an elementary school, school teacher. Elementary school teacher. She's, she's a lovely. She seems lovely throughout South Florida. South for Florida. Years. Hundreds of parties, restaurants, special occasions. We were there. Hundreds. We missed. Personal attention to quotes and boldface and italicized yeah. worries me a little bit. But is that? But can you see if she saved that photo yeah. as a bitmap? She's like, you want oh, the climber, sure. right? Fully oh. insurance and licensed to thrill. I don't think that's a legitimate license in Southern Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put that on the same oh, line as the insurance okay. and bonded part. And she even hosted it. Wow, good for her. Who's the cult leader on the front of the Google? The Google, Google. Doodle? Richard Oakes. Oh, activist. Okay. Oh, there you go. He oh, like, wow. He looked what like Jim upset. Jones, so I didn't know. Bob Looney has taken the crown. Why are you guys pretending like you know who that guy was? Which is uh, rubber and inflated. I, I, he's I'm Richard Oakes. Well, just just because it, it, said, it said activist, I went, oh, okay, that's why they put him on there. I what didn't... did he activate? He was a Native American <laughs> what, what a fall from grace Yeah, right. for, for Big Knee Lover. Big Knee Lover had a hell of a run. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I want to say it was over two months. Uh, it was like four or five episodes at least. Yeah, right? at least. At I think least. it's important to help people who are into Big Knees discover him now and his work. Hopefully we've done that. He hasn't been That's sort of my favorite things about the internet. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. I just want to I want to connect lost him. souls. That's all I'm here for. Yeah, I want people who are into something to be able to find other people that are into that, no matter what the hell it is. Okay. Um, that's one of the best things about the internet. Baba Looney. Yeah, we just got Baba Looney some <laughs> business, <laughs> too. <laughs> I hope so. I'm betting if they're in South Florida right now, they're high, you know, calling her for a balloon animal party. Her rates what? were not disclosed. The you funny thing is, is even the name Baba Looney sounds like one of her made-up creations for Gary Delabate. You know? Oh, yeah, It yeah. sounds like she was getting close to yeah. Baba Booey and couldn't Two get Two toad men, please. She's, she's doing a radio ad, right? And she's like, hey, and if you want, just look up Baba Looney. And they're like, nice try, asshole. And they hang up on <laughs> Oh, God, I guess that'll do it for today's podcast thanks everybody for tuning in i've got fun. the post show coming up right after this and then after that the rt podcast bernie's got a very quick flight to catch back to austin yeah. it's gonna be okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's yes. filling in for you i actually don't know Ooh, I, I hope becca uh, or whoever they chose <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you avoid scandals yeah well that's played it, it there uh as usual thank you all for for watching if you enjoyed it recommend it to a friend uh pay him five dollars make him listen to it that's good too i don't care mm -hmm. i'll take anything at this point uh, but please join us next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye.